This episode of the Hubcast is brought to you by Narrative SEO. Get a free technical SEO Intel report at narrativeseo.com slash hubcast. Hey, welcome back to the Hubcast. Y'all, it is like inbound is about here. Inbound, like not the like marketing skill set, but the event, don't call the conference. And we, Duffy, have news for our listeners because there has been weeping, wailing, and gnashing of teeth since the wonderful Hubcast community found out that the Duffmeister and the Share Dog were pitted up against each other. <laughs> and now the news has come out that dun 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 encore sessions let's go not pitted against each other any longer my dear double opportunity to see us yeah what are the times so everybody knows yes i am doing an encore on thursday at 5 p.m so that's the last breakout spot on thursday that should be up on the uh the session registration right now and marcus i believe you're at at 1 15 p.m on friday correct 115, right when you're thinking, man, maybe I should go home. But wait, I can go catch Marcus's talk. Inbound might have the highest retention for the end of the the event that they've ever had. Yeah, yeah. You know, truth, truth, truth be told, man, that Friday afternoon slot at Inbound can be a real humdinger. (laughs) I, I I gave one with my, I was back to back with my good friend Mitch Joel. Mitch is a really great speaker on a Friday afternoon one year at Inbound. And uh, it was kind of ghosty townish. I mean, it really, it, it yeah. just purses out. So many leave, you know, like right before lunch or whatever. But uh, if you come out, you're guaranteed to have a great time on Friday afternoon. Cause, I know, bet. I'm going to be bringing it home with <laughs> stinking glory. I will tell you, they may or may not have asked me to do that time slot for my encore. Mm. And mm. I requested a is different possible? slot is it possible can we do it another day yeah <laughs> possible let's do it uh thursday so so we have one other one other announcement for the cast listeners i mean because we're recording live we want you to come and we want you to be a part of the hubcastic experience because oh, we yeah. want to meet you we want to shake your hand and so, Duffy, what are the deets on that? This is the podcast lounge on Wednesday at 4.30. Um, it should be on the agenda, so you can you can register for it, just like another session. Um, it's 4.30 to 5.15. We are bringing our favorite guests. It's what the people want. Nick Bennett, Stephanie Baiocchi are going to be there with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do a lot of audience interaction. Like I want all of our faithful listeners there so we can get to know you. We can talk to you. I think it's going to be, well, it is going to be a lot of fun. So don't miss it. Don't miss it. We going to have us good old time. You know, it. so I'm going to transition to my new favorite section of the Hubcast, <laughs> which is the certified dope section. Now, for those that missed the certified dope um presentation that you had at impact live now dsmw aka digital sales and marketing world you missed 
a truly world-class talk of HubSpotters, many of which listen to the show, doing amazing things with the orange. And so this is where we talk about those that are crushing it with the orange machine, otherwise known as HubSpot. So tell us who is Certified Dope this week, Duffy. This week is the third and final story I told during my Impact Live talk. So if you weren't there, you're getting the last one. It was Daniel from Standard Office Systems. It was uh, Dan, Dan Wesley and Michael from WS Tyler. And today I want to talk about the team at Lazy Boy's Lazy Boy Southeast. These guys are a regional Lazy Boy retailer. You've, if you've like interacted with us at all recently, you've probably heard us talking about them because they are people that have adopted They Ask You Answer. They've really gone all in on it and they have overcome, I think, some significant adversity in the process. Um, so when I was talking about them in, in my Impact Live talk, I used the, the, the word grit to describe them and, and how they've used HubSpot. And what I love about these guys is if you went into their HubSpot portal and you looked at you know all the things that, that they're doing and that they have set up, they're not like doing anything that crazy. It's not like they've got some crazy workflows set up or crazy processes that are so in-depth. But the marketing that they're doing, the philosophy that they're using is so effective. And so it's, it's, it's like what they're doing in and around HubSpot. And then they're using HubSpot to just facilitate all of that stuff, to post things on social media and manage their ads and manage their nurturing, which they completely revamped. But the reason why I talked about these guys and, and how they are certified dope is because they went all in on They Ask You Answer maybe two years ago. And they were producing content. They were starting to get some some big wins. But in uh, June of 2018, corporate got wind of what they were doing and decided that they were pulling too much attention away from the corporate brand because they're a regional retailer. So corporate decided, hey, you guys can't do what you're doing anymore they put a bunch of restrictions on them. You guys need to rebrand your website to pull off the lazy boy branding. You need to change the name. So they rebranded to furnitureacademy.com. So they lost that like lazy boy branding and, and SEO uh, piece of that. And I was working with them at this time. And I remember it just felt like such a punch in the gut. It was just a complete kind of momentum stopper with everything that they were doing because they just had to change everything on their website. They took a huge hit um, in traffic that month when they switched everything over. But what I loved about watching these guys was that at some point they just decided, you know what, we're in this to be the most helpful marketers that we possibly can. We want to provide value at every step of the way. And so we're just going to keep doing that. And we're going to keep trying to find ways to do that, even if you know we can't do it in some of the ways that we were doing it before. And so they powered through. Um, one of the things that they did was they changed their email nurturing around to be less product focused and less salesy and more educational. Um, so they allowed people to self-select what product lines or, or general interest they had, like I'm interested in interior design or things like that. 
And then they gave them just really helpful, valuable content along the way. And they have just seen crazy, crazy success from that. Their revenue from inbound used to be a very, very small percentage of their total revenue. This year, it's become about 50% of their total revenue. Um, in Q1, they were already over a couple million dollars in revenue. They've seen like 100%, 200%, 300% increases um, in their organic traffic and new contacts that they're generating. And it's been amazing to see, you know, in the midst of the adversity and in the midst of, you know, just feeling like in some sense, the world is against you and wants you to fail or is, is trying to stop you from succeeding. They just got back to the basics of how can we be the most helpful marketers that we have in the situation that we're in? And that paid off in crazy amounts for them. So it's, Lee, it's glorious to see this. Yeah. I mean, really, I talked to the CEO that day that they had gotten the poo-poo from corporate. And I went off. Like, I was so angry because I felt like it was really short-sighted, mm. um, which it was on the part of the corporate. But now they they are going to be on a course to completely dominate that industry. Yeah. Right? And you know, there will come a day when corporate will say, "Geez, man, we really, really didn't didn't choose wisely there. You chose poorly." Yeah. Use reference for those that. So this was uh, this this is an amazing this is the dopest of dopes. It really really is cool. That that was that was great. Um, yeah. Anything else you need to say about them, Duff? Or are you done on? on- um, I just want to say, Lee and John and the team at Lazy Boy Southeast, you guys are certified dope. You are certified dope. And when somebody tells you that named Karina Duffy, it's time to feel really good inside, my friends. <laughs> so let's briefly talk about what's on my mind. I was uh, at a digital marketing conference speaking there on. Uh, this past week. And um, I think I've mentioned this before, Duff, but I want to mention it again, because there has to come a shift. So if you haven't gotten the revised version of They Ask You Answer yet, you should, because there's about 20 some thousand words on video. I was giving a a talk on video. And one of the the fundamental shifts that companies have to have with video comes down to the way they view it. So I asked a simple question to the audience, and uh, and I've been asking this poll, and it's almost the same results every single time. Right? And so the question to the audience is, if you had to call video a sales tool or a marketing tool, you had to choose between one of the two, what would you call it? And every single time, usually somewhere around 96, 7% of the audience says it's a marketing tool primarily, primarily for them. Mm. This is why companies, if you, if you just cut it to a core, this is why companies are struggling to embrace a culture of video, culture of showing it. And marketers have got to understand that until you speak the language of sales, you're never going to reach your potential within the marketing department or as a marketeer. You're never going to get paid what you should get paid. You're never going to be valued like you should be valued. Mm-hmm. This is the reality of the of our world in business. And so when you want to get something approved in business, you call it sales. If you want to get it rejected or tabled for later, you call it marketing. This is how it goes. And so if you start 
video with a, this is going to be one of our primary sales tools going forward. And we're going to first produce videos that the sales team can use right now. That's powerful. Mm. That's powerful. And it, and it makes you do almost like a, like a flinch because it helps you recognize, okay, okay. Um, we're off track here. That piece of content that doesn't align. Sales team couldn't use it tomorrow. If they can't use it tomorrow, well, then you shouldn't be producing it today. Not for the first year. Yeah. You'll get a chance to produce your fluffy junk later. But <laughs> when it comes to immediacy of ROI, which drives so much in our world today, right? And so much of your success. You know, I think, you know, one of the things that brings me joy about the movement that is They Ask You Answer and what we saw at Digital Sales and Marketing World this year was we've seen so many marketers that are now advancing in their company because they are loved by all. Why are they loved by all? Because everybody sees their impact. Generally, that impact has to do with revenue, okay? Mm -hmm. So this is a big deal. This is what's possible, and that's the thing that's on my mind of. Any thoughts? I think what's been what's been interesting for me in all of this is experiencing it in in real life for myself, like at impact, which has been fun um, in in video and in content, honestly. Um, I very much, you know, empathize with, with people that, you know, are, are kind of struggling to do the, like, make sure kind of what I mean to say is are struggling to stay focused in on that. And I, I realized it actually recently with some of our, our written content that we've been producing. And it was, you know, for me at impact live, it was a revelation for me and we've been producing and I've been producing a lot of top of the funnel content around HubSpot and our HubSpot services and things like that. And really just had a complete blind spot to the gaps of that bottom of the funnel sales focused uh, sales enablement content. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> that's, this isn't good. Um, but when you do and you are able to identify it and say, let's focus in and is this going to be something that the sales team can use today um, in, in content, in written content and in video content, it's just such a great plumb line to measure things against. Um, and I've been getting back to that as well, which is, is really fun. I feel like I'm on, on the front lines of some of that right now, which is it. new for me. I'm feeling it. Do you have an example of a piece that you thought about? Or that you're working on that has come from this realization of, hey, we need to look more at the bottom. Yes. Um, I actually, I have a, a backlog right now, but there are one, there are a few cost articles that are around. And, you know, we, ha we have cost articles generally for impact, but I don't have articles like how much does HubSpot onboarding cost? Or how much does HubSpot yeah, consulting which is and training different. cost? Yeah, these are all different questions um, yeah. than how much does HubSpot cost, right? Exactly. And that's that's the way that a smart marketer thinks right there, what you just said. Because the specificity always wins the day. And 
Google certainly believes there's a, there's a dramatic difference between how much this HubSpot onboarding costs versus how much this HubSpot consulting cost or, or, you know, training or, you know, any of these. Yeah. So these are, these, those are very, very good examples of using a big five plus a specific element to the niche, right? Getting more granular and therefore the reward is there. So yeah, some light bulb that, moments for me. Great. I love this. It keeps me fired up. And um, hey, listen, if you are listening to this and you have examples of pieces of content that you've written that have just been home runs for you um, and, and you realize why, right? Especially because you were doing something very, they ask you answer. Let us know. Let us know. Um, hit us up. She's Duffy at impactbnd.com. I'm, I'm Sheridan at impactbnd.com. We'd love to see your examples. And uh, if you want, we can share them on air because we're spreading the wealth, the goodness, and oh, yeah. uh, the, the vibes out there. Speaking of good vibes, we've got one with uh, the sponsor of today's episode, somebody that we love, Franco and his team at Narrative SEO. Dope of, you know, they're certified dope there. Here's the thing about SEO, Duffy. Most people can do 90% of it. Um, most people cannot do the other 10%. I'm yep. one of those that just cannot do it. I don't care if I went to school for it. It's is not gonna it's not gonna align with the way my brain does or does not work. And therefore that's when you get to technical SEO. And that's why mm. we're excited to talk about narrative. Tell us about it. Yeah, exactly what you said. And even that 90% that we know in our heads as marketers we should be doing, are we doing it well and are we doing it consistently? enough and having somebody come in and audit your SEO is going to identify those places where maybe you had an intern working with you for a summer that you know you thought was doing the best practices and isn't or wasn't or things like that as well as the more what we would call the technical side of things that you can't see on page um, things like site speed things like mobile indexing um, and so much more that makes my head explode when I start to think about it. So if you want to get an idea of where your website is at right now, you can get a free basic Intel report. If you go to narrativeseo.com slash hubcast, all you got to do is put in your email and your website domain, and they're going to send you an Intel report. And if you want to get a full in-depth technical SEO audit from Narrative SEO, and let me tell you, you do, you will not regret it. Hubcast listeners get 10% off. So get on over there. Check these guys out. They're awesome. You already know we love them. Narrative SEO, Franco, team, thanks for your support of the show. Of the show. And again, you could be killing it with traffic. But if you haven't done a technical SEO audit for some time, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you just need to do that. Okay? Yeah, it's crazy how much that stuff can harm your website and how much fixing even simple things can give you boosts and traffic and ranking. And we like lifts. Okay. Yes. So let's, uh, let's, let's shift over to our HubSpot wishlist item. And then we've got a couple updates and we're going to bring it home. The wishlist item for this week, Duffy is meeting links reporting. Tell us about it. Yes. Devin at digital marketer always hooking us up with great feature requests and this is directly from her. I'm just going to read it. So she says, I set up multiple round robin meetings links for our different funnels for our sales team and on our thank you pages for form submissions. 
I have to manually track the link's performance daily, and also I have no control over organizing all of the meetings links I've set up instead of being able to organize them by type or funnel like I would love to do. This is an important step in reporting for sales and marketing metrics. It will be helpful for sure. So right now, you get like super basic meeting um, meeting link reporting. Like you get how many people have clicked on it and how many meetings have been booked on it. Um, but for something like a round robin meetings link, which is when you have like five different people's calendars hooked up to one, you can't see how many meetings have gotten booked on each person's calendar, um, things like that. So there's a lot more that could be done with meetings links reporting. We would love to see that. If you would love to see that, get into the show notes, impactbnd.com slash hubcast. This is episode 240 and vote it up. Vote it up, y'all. So let's bring this baby home with a couple of updates uh, from HubSpot Landia. Number one is control your chatbot availability with new custom settings. And number two, we've got two ways to surface disconnected actions and chat flows. Tell us about yes. those. Well, I you weren't here when I spoke way too soon last week, Marcus, but I mentioned there was no no product updates last week. And I was like, you know, I bet they're waiting until inbound to just release everything. But I'm so glad that they didn't wait until inbound to release these because especially this first one has been such a long time coming. If you've listened to our episodes uh, that Steph has been on talking about chat, you've you've heard this. And if you've read her article, that's an honest review of HubSpot conversations. Yeah, that girl knows HubSpot. Like, I don't think many people know HubSpot chat and just chat in general, like Stephanie Bioki. Oh my goodness. And she's a straight up gangster on this. It's and, crazy. You know, and this is this is how you know we're the real deal here at Impact and on the Hubcast because we call a spade a spade, right? And she she really points out some of the flaws behind the current product. Yeah. Um, so sorry, Steph, go ahead. No, one of exactly. And one of the big flaws that has been there is with chatbots, if you have agent handoff. It, at some point in the chatbot where you say, you know, you let people talk to a person. If you put your chatbot uh, settings on, or when you, you, when you turn your chatbot live, it's like always on. So, you know, it doesn't, you typically don't have it on, on business hours. Um, and so if you are doing hand, an agent handoff and it was 11 p.m., and nobody was at their computer, somebody would just be sitting there waiting for an agent to come and would never get there. And you would have to, basically what Impact had to do was put in custom code to, um, if it was outside of business hours, do a special message and send them down a different branch. So with this this update, it relieves this major pain. Um, You can now display chatbots based on team availability. So just like you can with live chat, you can have the bots only display if there's a team member available. Um, you can have the chatbot display only during business hours, um, or you can still set it to be always on if you know you're not doing agent handoff. But that is huge. You can also use if-then branches to route visitors based on team availability. Um, so if you're looking to route visitors more specifically, I'd recommend going into the show notes and clicking on the link to dive more into this because I don't want to get too in depth here with it. 
Um, but you can basically have if then branches to say, if Steph is available, then do this. If Steph is available, then send it to her. If she is not available, then send it round robin it to this team or something like that. So I could say, you know, if somebody is on our chat bot looking at our information about our HubSpot services, we could set, if Karina is available, send it to Karina, but if not, then send it to our marketing team or something like that. So that's really awesome. You can learn more in depth about how those are, are working uh, in the link in the show notes. The last uh, piece is also has to do with chat flows. It's two ways to surface disconnected actions. So one of the things that gets really frustrating when you're working on chat flows, especially if they're kind of more complicated and have a lot of different branches, um, is when you're changing things around, you can break things and, and basically not know about it. So one, they are giving you new alerts. You're now going to get alerts in the upper left-hand corner of your chat flow, kind of like what you do with the workflows tool. If one of your chat flows gets disconnected, if you click on the alert, it's going to bring you to the disconnected piece of your chat flow, making it easy for you to go back and fix it quickly before your chat bot breaks. And the last or the second way to surface disconnected actions is you can, uh, there's a go-to action search bar your go-to action search bar can now surface disconnected actions. There's a new disconnected actions header that you can see right there. So it's just making it a lot easier as you're working on these things to make sure that they're set up properly, that people are going to get routed and not get stuck at the end of a, you know, at the end of a chat flow with nothing to do. So really happy they're making these updates. I'm crossing my fingers that this is just the start of some bigger updates that are going to be happening. That's, that's the thing. We, we're hoping. At Inbounds, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for some product announcements for sure. Yeah, yeah. We're all going to be very curious. And of course, we're going to be reporting on that uh, next week on the uh, episode, talking about some of those updates. We hope that you come and see us uh, at the booth. Um, we've got Impact is one of the sponsors on the on the floor there. And so our um, whole, whole bunch of members from our team are going to be there. Of course, we've got the live recording, as we said, of the Hubcast. We hope that you're there. But if you see us in the halls anywhere, just stop us, please. I'm always sad when people don't stop us. That just is a bummer. And uh, say, hey, I listened to the show, and uh, we can we can laugh about it uh, together. And um, other than that, Duffy, I think it's time to bring this bad boy home. I think it's time. Hey, if you're interested in sponsoring the cast, head on over to the Advertise with Impact page. There's a link at the end of the show notes. We love hearing from you. We want to hear your stories. We can't wait to see you next week at Inbound. And until next time, this is Karina Duffy and Marcus Sheridan saying to you, get out there and get after it.